thanks for listening to the Apple What's It podcast. This episode of the Apple What's It podcast is sponsored by the Apple What's It Equality Group. Uh, we are the Family Law McKenzie Friend service. Uh, and now I've got a new title, the Family Law Coach. If you want coaching through this whole process, get in touch. Fixed price service. We help hundreds and thousands of people get in touch. Well, 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 devolution, perjury, malfeasance, malfeasance, I can't say the word properly, you'll figure out what that means shortly. This podcast has it all. I want to thank Scouse Megaphone Man, I want to thank Kasim. I want to thank M. This podcast has got an interview with a woman about narcissistic women who alienate the children from the father's lives. We've got Scouts Megaphone Man doing uh, the protest. See how that ends up. That was classic. We've also got Kasim uh, with part two of um, what will be a regular part within our podcast, I hope, of talking about his life and what, what where he's got to. And in fact, I think I actually took some notes on this. Oh, that's what it's called. It's called... Kasim Leonard, my life, my story. But we'll come on to more of that later. So I want you to enjoy the podcast. These podcasts are done to make you smile. They're meant to bring a little bit of cheer on what we know is a difficult topic because you're probably going to be hurting right now listening to this if you are listening to this. Um, we are calling for the resignation of Robert Butland. Robert Butland. Buckland. QC. Malfeasance. Cast Megaphone Man, save our children. Hashtag children's rights. Enjoy the podcast. Share, share, and share some more. How dare you? Hello, listeners. We're out by uh, St. James's Park Station. Where, where are we? Where's this? Where's next to here? St. James's Park's tube station is the Ministry of Justice building, where Robert Butland, the Right Honourable Robert Butland, is here. And what are we doing here, Scouts Megaphone Man? Well, we heard Robert Butland yesterday on Andrew Marr's show say that he would stand down if he could see that the government have been criminals or have been unlawful. So I'm here today outside the Ministry of Justice building to let them know that I can prove malfeasance. Um, it's a very serious offence. Perjury, countless counts of perjury, unlawful taking of a child. Um, this is unbelievable. The devolution, the last time it was committed, was in Wales. It's been committed. Again, it's been happened again in Thurrock to take a child. This is so serious. So I'm calling today for Robert Butland's resignation for, at the Ministry of Justice building. So that's what we're doing here, and uh, what we'll do is we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep you updated, keep listening, uh, because this is going to be quite exciting. I'm going to be here for a couple of hours, an hour or so, and we'll see what happens. Um, keep listening. Now, for many of you uh, listeners who have uh, been listening for a while, and there's quite a few, and if you've not, then you're just listening now, uh, feel free to go back and listen to the other podcasts. But for those that are familiar, we have Word of the Pod. This is an exclusive Word of the Pod for you because ultimately there's some words being used in this podcast that I have never heard of before. Um, one of those words is, um, we're going to guess now, so we're going to do a little exclusive 
word of the pod. And it's called malfeasance. Ready? Ready? Malfeasance. 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 Robert Buckland. Malfeasance. Stand down. Malfeasance. Basically, what this means is the wrongdoing, especially um, by an official. So, uh, let me give you an example. The, the definition of malfeasance is a wrongdoing, especially by a public official when a politician embezzles money. This is an example of malfeasance. So, when you hear that word, you know what it's about. Robert Buckland, questions to answer. Robert Butler. Yes. You're a barrister. Isn't you? 
Robert Buckland? Huh? What about my human rights? What about the human rights of all the children that want to see their parents and they can't because of false hopes? No, as court orders. Those chicken strips. Fuck your chicken strips. <laughs> fuck your chicken strips. Well, there we are, listeners. Uh, fuck your chicken strips, indeed. Uh, I say, I say, fuck your crazy ex-wife that um, stops you from seeing your kids, and fuck the system that uh, allows your crazy ex-wife or partner to um, stop you from seeing your children. Whoa, 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 whoa! Excuse me. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Where, where have you gone? She, what, what do you mean you're lying down? Whoa, whoa. I'm here with the M here. Where, where have you gone? She walked away when, because obviously she's a woman, right? And obviously I'm talking about the women here. Generally, as a generalisation, obviously I'm working with a number of clients here that um, aren't crazy, narcissistic witches. Um, Mae, what are you? Would you class yourself as a narcissist? No, definitely not. Alright, do you want to come and talk to the microphone? So what's your viewpoint on this? What's, where have you... Um, Obviously, you get a bit upset because obviously you hear me dealing with a lot of shit. How does that make you feel? Great, because I know you can help them. No, how does it make you feel when I'm talking about the women? Yeah, but I don't know. Does it make you feel proud to be a woman? Oh, that's not right, yeah. Is everyone's situation different? Yeah. It doesn't mean that men are bad. It doesn't mean to say that women are no, bad. No, no, no. It's a generalisation. No, not all women are bad. Not all men are bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, based on... Obviously, we don't talk about... But you hear me dealing with a lot of... Supporting a lot of men. Yeah. And talking about similar situations within that. And and what do you think feeds that? What do you think that... Because you've been in that situation. No, no. What do you think feeds the women to behave that way? Because you've been on the receiving end of it. You you were the victim of a male perpetrator of that. Parental alienation and stuff against you. It's not nice. It's not a nice feeling, to be honest. So what is it? So why would you still? Well, you don't. You don't. But how do you feel when? No, no. My situation is different because I actually we actually came to a term to actually realise that the children are what's important in this and. A lot of people don't realise that and just want to battle it out with their exes all the time and it's not about that. You need to actually think about what's important to the kids and they should be put first, to be honest. And when you when you realise that, then you can have that amicable relationship with your ex. So what do you think prevents women from having that amicable relationship? It's anger, it's animosity, it's hate. It's, you know, it's, it's not get, getting past that change curve of, acceptance and there you go and so so what do you think feeds that do you think the system needs to change or do you think the it's what what do you think feeds women to make shitty stupid allegations because against men because they think they can get away with it because what because the system is it's always on the women's side in most cases so how do you propose that we make a difference the system just needs to be changed, you know. The, uh, getting this word out there that there are men as well that need that support. I mean, you've opened my eyes to a lot of things, to be honest. And maybe I was coming from a, a sort of feminist view, or my, or not a feminist view, but my own viewpoint, because I'm going, I went through it my own self. But when you've explained to me about the male side, 
and how men have been put in that situation where they're being treated unfairly because the women feel like they've got the upper hand and they're using it to their advantage. Um, I've just seen that actually there's it's a bigger picture out there. And again, this whole battle between partners and between exes, etc., it shouldn't even be that situation. You should just come to an arrangement to work out something for the kids' sake. For the children, for the children. Yeah. So hashtag save our children, hashtag discuss megaphone man, hashtag children's rights, rights, hashtag fucking fix children's rights, and then you fix father's rights. It all goes hand in hand. Take the fucking off the hashtag. Sorry. Um, but uh, so what you've so, so I'm, I mean, I'm lucky because I'm in a situation where the kids have got a really good dad and I respect that, mm. you know, and you know, as you much, have got a really good relationship with your yeah, husband, exactly. And you know, and, and it would, it never has, it hasn't always <laughs> been that way, but I've gone, we've both realized that by hating each other, it's not helping the children and. They see everything. They, they pick up. They, they, the they social media is huge, isn't it? Social media is huge. So when people, you can put things in, in things in Google. So I'm not going to ask you what year you were born in, but I was born in 1979, which means that we never had internet when I was little. No. So it took us longer to now. Everything's in the palm of your hand, and children can yeah, find and information. Social media plays a massive role in how children behave now and and what affects them growing up and. You know, not just the parents, but also what they see on social media as well. Okay, so if you had one wish to Boris Johnson, other than uh, COVID shit, uh, what would it be in terms of from what you've learned about based on children's rights, based on just make everything equal. Just make look at each case and look at how to make things more safe for. Because there's going to be there's the going there are going to be instances where the the dads or the mums are going to be not suitable exactly. to be parents. Because you are going to get that 100. I agree with that. You know, so safety is important. You know, the kids have to be in safe environments. But that doesn't help the fact that you get false allegations. Yeah, and then you're going to get that either way from a man to a woman. It's generally the woman. It's generally the woman that makes the false allegations. Oh, you know. <laughs> it generally is. Okay. But then that's your point of view. No, it's not a point of view. This I've got on, on Father's Rights I UK. Know, I get that yeah. and I totally agree. But yeah. then Come and join Father's Rights UK, um, the Facebook group. It's Father's Rights UK, little plug there. Um, and generally, everyone I'm speaking to, and based on my experience, is generally the woman that makes the shit allegation. Don't tell her I said that. Anyway, so... Um, so, it so doesn't you, matter who makes allegations. It's whoever makes the first fucking phone call. Um, <laughs> it's, it's about the kids suffering at mate, the end So whoever makes that first phone call, if you can't communicate, if you're at risk, you should absolutely call the risk yeah, or call the police. If definitely. you're at risk for your own health and well-being and your children's well-being, you should absolutely call the police. Yeah. But you shouldn't make up false allegations. No, because you're only hurting the children in the end anyway. Because you think that you're hurting the ex by making a false allegation, but at the end of the day, by them not seeing their child, you're actually hurting them. And maybe that's what they actually want. Maybe this is what the, another ploy for making false allegations. If you can, no, because they're alienating the child. They're alienating the. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, basically, turning the child away from their dad. Yeah. You know, and and. And that's, and that's one thing I've got a huge, huge, and I, I was jealous when I first when I first met you. I was actually really jealous of your relationship with Jit well whatever um, because I never thought that could happen because all I've ever experienced is 
animosity. And, like and he's a really good dad. He's, he's a, a beautiful really dad. He's, he's, his kid, your kids are really, really well brought up. Yeah. And that's down to the, everything that you do. You both do together. And we decided that right from the opposite. That, you know, whatever happens, the kids need to be safe. They need to be in an environment that they feel happy around. And how else is that going to be if they are living separately? Okay, well, we can do that individually, but together, if we work together, co-parenting, yeah. then it makes sense to the children at the end of the day. Well, look, uh, for those that have listened to other podcasts, this is a sensible podcast from me and Em. And um, no one's life is perfect and it is what it is. But this is a little bit of a snippet of a little bit of M. Uh, to slice into probably what will be the longest podcast ever that I've done and we'll see how well this uh, gets listened to off the back of it um, I don't know if I'm going to do any more but you've got Kasim coming up you might have listened to Kasim already depends on how I've edited this at the end of it all uh, you've got this you got the word of the word of the podcast my favourite bit and then uh, you've got a lot of Scouts Megaphone Man talking about and standing up for what is right so you will get a bit more of me in between Sky Megaphone Man because I've got a lot to fill because we all need to stand together for what is right for our children and our children's mental health so the system is flawed rather than one man standing in front of a building shouting his megaphone off let's get one man shouting through the megaphone with people behind him and backing him not for fathers not for mums, not for cousins, aunties, uncles, grands, nieces, whatever, but for the children. Hashtag save our children. We've got Jason Appleyard here today, um, representing the fathers of the UK and other. Um, yesterday we heard Robert Butland on Andrew Marr from his own lips say he was going to stand down if he could see a government have broken the law. I'm here today to tell Robert Butland for the children of the UK children's rights that the government have broken the law. Devolution has been has happened in Thurrock. Thurrock was given power to steal my child. Malfeasance. Very serious offence. Countless counts of perjury, unlawful taking of a child. This is a time when the government can't blame the police. So we're here today to call for Robert Butland's resignation. I've been to this place a couple of times. I've emailed Robert Butland. I've been outside on a megaphone when Robert Butland was in position, or as he's been in position. Um, I showed him my videos from Parliament the other day and nothing. He's blatantly seen on social media because you can tell that he's seen the video. No contact, so, you know, this is the way to do it, people. So get shared and get liking. We need to get this out there. We need this Justice Secretary out of his position. Um, court orders, we're going to go into it, you know. They're false promises in the family courts, and they are. Um, child maintenance, CMS, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's a criminal offence, yet to uphold contact is not a criminal offence. So what are these court orders? Are they false hopes, like I say? Um, the mums and dads and the grandparents, they haven't got no money tree, magic money tree like Boris. Mm. Um, and the times we're in with Covid and the furlong, 
they're struggling to pay the rent, let alone go court. So follow me, let's like and share. Children's rights campaigner of the UK. And I'm here today to ask Robert Buckland to stand down. That's right, the right honourable Robert Buckland should stand down. I am Scouse Megaphone Man, the children's rights campaigner of the UK. Fathers in this country are not seeing their children due to your false promises, David Buckland, in court orders. That's right, court orders creating mental health and anger in this country. Children want to see their mums and dads, Robert Buckland. I'm here today to tell you, Robert Buckland, to stand down. I can prove countless counts of perjury and lawful taking of a child. I can also prove Malfeasance! Malfeasance is a very serious offence. So I am here today, Lord Buckland, to ask for your resignation. Unlawful taking of children. Unbelievable. The social care practice goes against the criminal justice system. Why is that? Why is it that social workers molest the acts and statutes of Parliament? Security. That's right, social workers molesting the acts and statutes of Parliament, unlawfully taking parents to their family courts. Social workers are taking children putting families into trauma. That's right, trauma. Undescribable. You're listening to Scouse Megaphone Man uh, doing his protest outside, can't put down outside the Ministry of Defence, government legal building, letting them know what's what. what. To see if they're good parents. At the same time, these parents are in a legal battle long-term foster or adoption. That, my friend, Robert Buckland, is molesting the acts and statutes, going against the codes of practice for the acts, and going against the clarification, the codes of practice for the acts of Parliament. So what are you going to do, Robert Buckland? Serious allegations here today, by the children's rights campaigner of the UK. Why is it that when it comes to maintenance, it's a criminal offence? Yet when it comes to contact and upholding that contact, it's seen as a civil matter. This is putting a strain on the British police force up and down this country. Mums and dads in the communities have not got a magic money tree like Boris Johnson.
Johnson. The cabinet, they speak about breaking international law. What about domestic law, Robert Buckland? Malfeasance is a very serious offence. Hashtag Scouse Megaphone Man. Scouse Megaphone of the UK. Now, the last podcast that you listened to uh, with regards to fathers' rights and uh, the impact of a fatherless uh, society, we heard of uh, Kasim Leonard. Uh, and I want to say again, thank you for Kasim for continuing his story. Um, the story that you're about to hear is episode two of what I hope will continue uh, to feature in the Apple What's It podcast. Kasim Leonard telling his story and making it okay for okay to talk and okay for men to talk reflecting on their life now I've actually got a name for this segment it's a very emotional and a second part of the story and a deep deep stuff um, I've now called this segment Kasim Leonard my life my story enjoy well here we go again Alright guys, so as promised, I will continue the journey, and just to recap, obviously we're we're, we're talking about the effects of a fatherless uh, upbringing, where a child has had to swim through life without uh, a mum and a dad in their lives. And the effects and the complications that that brings. So if you remember from my first interview uh, towards the end, I said I would discuss uh, becoming a new dad um, and a brief overview of you know where I got from my younger child years through my teenage years to becoming a dad at 19. Um, so yeah, today we're going to talk about that. It must have been... Twelve or thirteen. And... Um, things were difficult at home, so... I made the decision to uh, live in the shed at the end of the garden. It wasn't any old shed, it had a door on it and windows, uh, and it was insulated. I had a sofa bed in there, TV and my PlayStation. And I was quite content. I, I liked my own space, I've always liked my own space. And I lived in there for quite some time. I was um, smoking cannabis quite a lot, uh, recreationally, um, because it seemed to just keep me level and calm um, my mum didn't really care what I'd done and uh, my stepdad was just well, he was just a dirty old pervert so uh, I think I must have been about 14 carried on living in the shed and um, I come back one day and I'm sitting there 
after school. And I notice a little hole in the corner of the roof of this flat roofed shed. And have a look. And it's a tiny little camera. And so I pulled it out and I started pulling the wire and found that it led into my stepdad's shed, which was next to mine. So I completely yanked it out and I went and confronted my mum and said, look, what is going on? Why is this camera in my shed and it leads into, you know, his shed? What's this all about? She just ignored me, took the camera and uh, that was that. I felt so violated that this man had been watching me and my girlfriends at the time. Uh, I felt disgusted. Like somebody had just walked up to me in the middle of the street and taken all of my clothes off me and bared all. And I became very angry. So it was around half past five and he returned from work. I don't know what came over me. Um, I had an old kind of machete that I'd inherited from my granddad. Um, and bearing in mind, I was, you know, five foot nothing, skinny little 14 year old. Um, I confronted him and made him beg for his life while I held this machete against his throat. Uh, he was a big man. And for that split moment, I felt liberated that I'd finally taken a stand to the abuse mentally. But he'd tortured me my entire life. Uh, my mum came screaming out, what are you doing? Get that away from him. You're just like your father. And with that, I cut his throat. It wasn't deep, it was just a scratch. I turned around to my mum, I dropped the knife, machete, whatever you want to call it. And I just looked at her and I said, how fucking dare you compare me to someone that I don't know nothing about, that you've never talked to me about. And with that, I just, I left. I walked out, I grabbed my stuff and I just went. And I went to a friend's house and his family were kind enough to put me up. They knew that I'd been having a hard time. And I sofa surfed for about a year while I was in higher education. Um, about 15 and a half, um, I had a bit of a growth spurt and gruesome man fluff. And um, I started working. I worked in a call centre, selling timeshare holidays. And it was commission based, so I'd done really well. And it was just enough for me to rent a little flat above a chip shop in Alton Broad. It was all a bit illegal, um, but they knew I needed somewhere and it was better than me sleeping on the streets. It was no longer viable for me to 
I'd be staying with friends, it wasn't working out. So for a long time, for the rest of my education, for all of my GCSEs, I used to make a commute, a 15 mile commute to school to try and do what I could. See where I could get in life. I was an air cadet every Friday. I would go uh, to Beckles 759 Squadron and push myself because I wanted to go in the RAF. I wanted to be an engines and airframes technician and to travel the world, fixing aeroplanes. That was my dream. And I wasn't gonna let anyone get in the way of it. By the time I'd finished school, I was worn out with life. I thought, great, you know, I'm supposed to be starting my life and it's already been a struggle. Is, is this going to continue? So I applied for the RAF. Um, I went and done an aptitude test. I actually uh, smashed the aptitude test and later found out I have a very high IQ. Top 3%. It's a little bit weird to get your head around sometimes. Um, and they were more than excited to have me come on board and start my basic training. So I enrolled at 16 and I got a letter through one day apologising that the starting of the training programme is going to be delayed for nine months. Now, I'd made financial plans to, you know, get straight on with it so this was a big setback for me and I got angry I got angry at the world I got angry at the government I got angry with everyone including myself and so I one day I, I wanted to you know I got this letter and uh, I wanted to chill out so I, I, wanted to, I wanted to get a bag of weed get some smoke in me to chill me out a bit And one thing led to another, uh, and I then started dealing. One thing led to another, and I got involved with cocaine. Not myself, I had one line once, just to see what all the fuss was about, and it really didn't appeal to me. So, um, but it was it was good money maker. Yeah. What a stupid decision that was. So, me being flamboyant and not caring at the age of 17, <laughs> I was living at large. Fuck, we were going on holidays, buying brand new cars, just didn't care. My attitude was, fuck the world. You fucked me, so I'm fucking you. I'll do what I want. And uh, stupidly, it got me busted. So at 17 and a half, I'm in Magistrate's Court. Waiting to see what they want to do with me. Oh, they're, they're going to make an example of Mr. Leonard. Yeah. Off to Crown Court for you, Sonny Jim. So uh, there I was. Barristers in tow. 
and I got 36 months incarceration for the import and export of class A's and C's. That was it, that was my career over. There was no way in hell the RAF were going to take me on now. I'd just completely fucked it all up. So off I trotted to Norwich YOI. It's a young offenders institute for 18 to 21 year olds. That whole experience, the whole prison experience, I'm going to save for another story because that it's his own story in its own sense and there's a lot that went on there and a lot of changes. And fast forwarding, I got out a year and a half later on early release with a tag. I then uh, met my oldest boy's mum and that is when I made the decision to become a dad. So we will continue this um, story, go on to part three, uh, and I'll do an interlude of prison life as well. So thank you ever so much for your time. Uh, and I hope it helps someone out there, in whatever way. I don't know why I'm doing this. I suppose it's helping me in a little way. But yeah, thank you. Now, obviously, within this episode of the Apple What's It podcast, um, it's all quite serious and... If you've not listened to the Apple What's It podcast before, you need to listen to the previous ones because we deal with serious topics, but we have humour. And as much as the feedback tells me that we should not have thick, fat, Matt, oh, sorry, sorry, thick Matt O'Connor. How you doing, Matt? You all right? You all right, kids? How you doing? You all right? Yeah. Oh, well, I know no one likes to talk to me thick now, do they? They think you should leave me alone. No, sorry, Matt. Um, I, t- I can't do it. The more people tell me not to do something, I can't help but carry on doing it but um i'm here with may she's just making the bed um how are you may i'm good thank you good uh, um we're gonna play word of the day with you may oh wow so this okay. is a serious podcast so this is the podcast where the scouse megaphone man was actually um outside the ministry of justice building uh calling for the resignation of a mp of which i they need to remember the name for because robert butland butland I keep saying his name wrong. With that note, saying his name wrong, uh, we're going to play Word of the Day. So, so we're going to play Word of the Day. This is a new thing. Um, I know everyone's serious because it's, you know, we've got Kasim in here and that. And but I'm the the boring thing you want to speak. Don't want to speak to in between. We've got the Word of the Day. Yat. Yeah. What? Yat. Yat. Y a c h t. Yat. Yat. Y A T. Why is it just Yad? It's because the word of the, this isn't Oxford English Dictionary. What does it mean? Well, that's what I'm asking you. What do you think it means? Yeah, it means when someone's going on and on. 
talking too much. Is that me? You being sarcastic? <laughs> no. So hang on. So word of the day, uh, word of the pod, yat, and a regional dialect or accent in of New Orleans, yat. Yeah. Yeah, bollocks. Fuck that shit. Um, that was a bit bollocks, wasn't it? Um, so that was a poor word of the day by any any means of the standard. So what I need you to do is work a little bit harder next time. So, <laughs> I didn't know. I no, didn't no, 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 no. You don't get to choose the words, darling. Okay. You don't get to choose the words. Right, I've got one here. This is my word of the day, right? We've only got five minutes to fill. It's called... Downpour. 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 Rain on me. <laughs> uh, that's a song, though. Yeah. So it's the same same thing, right? Get downpour. I, I've never. Have you ever downpour on you? Has anyone <laughs> ever downpour on you? No. No. You've never the had downpour. Has, the rain has downpour on you. Yeah. Rain on me. Yeah. What do you think about that, Matt? Think, Matt. Matt, what are you saying over there? Get your biscuits out of your mouth. Hey, doing geese, geese. Well, well, no, I've had many people rain down on me. You know what I'm saying, geese? Yeah, because I like uh, someone to rain down on me. Because uh, I'm Matt O'Fick Con Man from F or J Official. What are you talking about, Matt? What, you, what, you, what fucking planet are you on? Jesus Christ, we need to get this man some help. Um, so downpour, 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 downpour. Do a bit of downpour at the moment. No, well, this is a father's rights, women's rights. This is no, a bit I'm quite explicit. It's, what you're hot, it's hot outside. Wow. Do you know what, listeners? Do you know what? I hope none of her family listens to this no, because I'm she just said we can do some downpour now. What? Rain on me. <laughs> right. Downpour. Uh, a sudden heavy rain, usually singular. We got caught in a torrential downpour. Listeners, keep listening. Um, this was my interlink between Word of the Day and Word of the Pod. Uh, listen to Scouse Megaphone Man continually talking about children's rights. Save our children. Hashtag Scouse Megaphone Man. Hashtag Save Our Children. Hashtag Children's Rights. Fix Father's Rights. Walk with me.
There's 42 articles to that convention, and my local authority have broken 39 articles of the United Nations Convention, the rights of a child. How about that, Robert Butlin? Huh? Malfeasance! How about that, Robert Butlin? It's a serious allegation. I can prove malfeasance, right? Social care needs to be combated by hashtag Scouse Megaphone Man. Here we go. Um, it's going good. I feel good. No one's turned up. No police have turned up. No police have turned up. Why? Because this is freedom of speech. This is creating comfortability, right? Scouse Megaphone Man at the end it says one man. Every time I've gone out, I've been on my own, right? Every time. We've got Jason Appleyard here today doing his podcast. Um, he shouts for all the men of the UK and women and grandparents. Equality. I don't know if you want to come on. Well, I, just stand for, I, just stand for, I stand for equality. I think what you're doing right now is absolutely amazing because it takes balls to do this. Yeah, you, there's lots of people that are standing up saying, oh, the system's not right, this isn't right, that's not right. But what, what they're not doing is coming together. So we're here together today. I'm here with you side by side. I want... We need other people to come along with us, even if it's one person next time. Even then, that turns, it snowballs into another person. Can you tell the followers that have never seen you live what the feeling's like when you're here listening? Mate, well, I'm, I've got goosebumps. I've got goosebumps listening to this stuff because it's emotional, because it's real, and it's raw, and it's not even scripted, it's just coming from the heart. Yeah, and, and that is, that's the difference. And the, you have got no, but I was a bit worried. I was worried that the police might turn up. You've got security filming over here, you've got people coming out watching, but no one's doing anything because what we're saying is right, and it's freedom of speech. Please aren't going to waste their time with this. And if we're doing it in the right way, we just need more people to come along. That can't impact your court orders if it come along. Getting a voice, getting your voice heard, and getting people out here doing this with us is going to help. It's going to help start the movement. And the movement has started. The movement is real. It's this man here, Scouse Megaphone Man. Yeah. So thank you for letting me be here, and I'm going to stay here with you, and I'll be here with side by side with this man, 100%. Yeah. Jason's a big part of my team. Everybody going forward. In this next section, um, the Scouse Megaphone Man literally asks some serious questions of Robert Buckland. Yeah, we call him for his resignation, okay? Um, Robert Buckland needs to resign. Listen to what Scouse Megaphone Man has to ask him, and let's figure out if he did actually get back to him or not. This is really important, listen to this. Why is that, Robert Butler? Why are the leader and the chief executive of Thorough Council allowed to practice like this? This chief executive of Thorough Council is paid nearly three times more than the Prime Minister, and the Council is riddled in debt. That's why I did. Unbelievable. And bailiffs in this country hounded the veterans and mums in debt for unpaid maintenance. That is obtaining money by many. You should know that, Robert Butler. Obtaining money by many is a criminal offence. They don't care if parents are in trauma. Corruption is real. Corruption is really, really real in, in the UK. 
people say, oh, there's different countries in the world that's really corrupt. I think there's not many more countries uh, that are much more corrupt than this country. You've got Boris Johnson uh, breaking international laws. Our, our law system impacts the mental health of everybody. And what we've got here today is a stand. If you keep listening, keep sharing, keep sharing this, because we are calling for the resignation of Robert Butland. He went on Andrew Marr show yesterday, and he said that he would resign if there was, if there was a criminal, the government were acting in a criminal way. Um, and funnily enough, Scouse Megaphone Man has got evidence to show that he has. Will he step down? Of course he won't. Children's rights. Are you going to stand down? I've been here today on behalf of children's rights to save our children. That's right. From you two and us politicians. Huh? Professional avoidance. You're good at that, ain't you? Huh? Children want to see their mums and dads. But because of your court orders and your false promises, no one's policing these court orders. These court orders are putting a strain on the police force up and down this country. Get to work. Your court orders are putting a strain on the children's mental health, not seeing their bums and dads. Your court orders are putting a strain on grandparents. What are you going to do, Robert Bodman? It's one of the root causes of mental abuse in this country. So part of the reason we're here today is because what, what Scouse Megaphone is shouting about here is he's actually shouting about children's rights, save our children, um, father's rights, equality for everything. And what's more really powerful about this is that he's just literally reading it from his head, from his mind, and, it, and, it, and, and the strength of what he's saying is huge. You've got security guards uh, looking what's going on. People, there's not many people here, but you can see that people are standing and stopping and listening. And that's really important. Because even if you only impact one person in a positive way and get them to hear the message, which is children's rights, save our children, um, the system needs to change. But people are going, this, this, is, this is, it's mental, it's mental. Because people are actually giving thumbs up. People are actually like, standing and listening and giving them a pat on the back and saying, well done, we're with you, we're with you. Uh, and this, this is positive. Keep listening. and make the police force be the best. I want parents to see their kids. The kids are too angry, you know. Thanks for your service on the doors, anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, mate. Thank you. I mean that. See? See? So what was, what was your approach there? What did you just do there? I just said thank you to the security. I do this everywhere I go. What I do is I say thank you to the security. Sorry for the disturbance. Because we're all human, Jay. Yeah, yeah. We're all playing the same game. It's about staying on the model high ground, embracing humanity and spreading the love. Yeah, spreading the love, exactly, perfect. And no one get angry at you that way, love it. You've been listening to the Apple What's It podcast, keep listening. Uh, we've got the Scouse Megaphone Man uh, saying what he says and making a stand. Join us, start the movement, the move is real. Uh, children's rights, save our children.
please. How you doing, guys? How you doing? How you doing what? Matt, leave it now, yeah? Don't, don't need part of that. I'm sacking you off anyway. Don't tell HR, but I'm bidding you off. Listeners, if you've got this far, I want to thank you. Um, I want to thank uh, M for giving such a candid review on on life and how females may or may not work. I'd like to thank uh, Kasim again for such a moving story um, and continuing to. I'm looking forward to hearing the next the next story now from uh, the next part of Kasim's story, uh, my life, my story. But I want to thank also Scouse Megaphone Man for his continually. He continues to inspire lots of people. You've listened. What you've listened to today was only part of what was there when we were live at the Ministry of Justice. And yes, I know I said the Ministry of Defence. My error. It was the excitement. I've never done anything like that before. It was brilliant. Um, if we can get more people just embracing, sharing the love, talking about children's rights, because in my view that does fix fathers' rights. That no one's perfect. We are all who we are, but we're all human. And everyone deserves respect. If you are going to go out and protest, show the police respect. And I'm not going to tell you what we do, because we do things differently. But, thanks for listening to this podcast, everybody. Stay by children. Peace and love. Share the love. Discuss Megaphone Man. Apple Watch It Crew signing off. <laughs>